0: Hello from Romania. I hope you're having a good day. We're doing well here in Romania and are starting to see signs of spring. We will probably have to wait another month before spring really comes, but it is very nice to have some warmer weather. Today we will continue looking at the book of Philippians. There are many good messages in the book of Philippians. The word sin never occurs in the book and Paul does not rebuke them sharply. The key word is joy or rejoicing in the book of Philippians. Last week we looked at the mind of the believer. Today we will look at the third message from a series of messages found in this book. Today let's look at victory in the life of the believer. The book of Philippians is one of the most positive, joyful books in the Bible. It makes it clear that God desires His children to live in victory with joy while they are still here on earth. So let's look at the victory we can have as God's children right now. Let's read two verses from the Bible about victory before we look at the book of Philippians. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 57 and verse 58. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. It says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then one more passage, First John chapter 5, verse 4. The Bible says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Notice in these passages that victory is in the present tense. We can have victory right now and not wait for it until we get to heaven. So, let's look at victory in the life of the believer today. First, we can have victory over circumstances. Life is not easy and bad things happen. Circumstances and life in general are rarely perfect. We can easily get upset, anxious, worried, or angry at the way circumstances go. But Jesus can give us victory and peace in the worst of circumstances. I have heard circumstances described as the outward forces around us. It may be the weather, people, things, or our own bodies, and many other things that affect our daily life. We need to learn to have peace, be consistent, and have joy even when these outward forces are not pleasant. Paul and the rest of the apostles and disciples did not have an easy life. Circumstances certainly did not always go well for them. Notice in this chapter that Paul was in bonds or jail. Despite being in jail and not in good circumstances, he kept a good attitude and God was glorified through him. Let's read Philippians chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. According to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Let's read Philippians chapter 1, verse 7. Even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, And as much as both in my bonds and in the defense and confrontation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. And then chapter 1 verse 13, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. So Paul was in bonds. He was in jail. But despite all these bad circumstances, he kept a good attitude and glorified God. As we saw last week, we can learn to be content and happy no matter what we have and no matter where we are in life and through our troubles. Let's read one more passage of Scripture that illustrates this principle very, very well. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7-18. through 18. This is quite a long passage, but I believe it really illustrates how circumstances can be very, very bad, but they can also work for our good. So let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 18. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, so that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are all we deliver unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you." We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God." For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet that inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal." So, circumstances in life can be hard, and sometimes we don't understand why God allows them. Many people get greatly disturbed when things don't go the way they planned them. However, God can give us victory in this area. Simply trust Him. He knows what He is doing. So God can give us victory over circumstances. Second today, we can have victory over people. Now, people are often hard to work with and live with. It's just a fact of life. Anyone who has managed people can tell you this. Strong, healthy relationships are hard work and take time, patience, and grace. In the book of Philippians, we learn that we can have victory over people. What do I mean by this? The people around you can help or harm you encourage or discourage you, lift you up or bring you down. Is it possible to have victory over the toxic people you must be around? Yes, it is. We do not have to let people bring us down. We can have victory. How can we do this? First by being humble and putting others first. Remember, strife, contention, and many problems come through pride. If we would just be quiet, listen, and stay humble, instead of getting offended, arguing, raising our voices, etc., many problems with other people would be resolved. And what happens if they are not resolved? Well, you can know you responded the correct way. Let's read a few verses from the Bible about this. Philippians chapter 2. Verses 3 and 4. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And then Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10, it talks about pride here. Proverbs thirteen ten: Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. And then one more verse, Proverbs 15, verse 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. So we can have victory over people. Third today, we can have victory over earthly things. It is easy to want more and more material things. Instead, we need to have our eyes on things in heaven, not on things on earth. Eternal things, not temporary things. This is very hard to do, but it is possible. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18, the Bible says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, But at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We are told not to love the things of this world. Yes, we need many of these things, but material things can also trap us. We can be free of coveting things and have victory over them. Here in the book of Philippians, we have an example of people whose minds are on earthly things. Instead, we are told we should be looking toward heavenly and eternal things. We can have victory over earthly material things. Let's read a few passages in the Bible that speak of this. First, Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 through 21. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mine earthly things. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working, whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. So these people in verse 19, they minded earthly things. But in verse 20 and 21, it says we are to look towards heaven, towards our Savior, and not these earthly things. First John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. We're not to love the things of this world. They're going to soon pass away, and they'll be gone, but we will live forever in heaven with our Saviour. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then ye shall also appear with him in glory. So we are to set our affections on things above, not on things on this earth. We can have victory over earthly material things. Number four, and last today, we can have victory over worry and life's problems. We must simply trust in God. We must learn that everything will work out fine. Let's read Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This peace of God passeth all understanding. Sometimes we do not understand, but the peace of God can be greater than understanding. This is one lesson I think the Lord gives me over and over and over. I am a planner. I like to have my life in control and not have any unexpected troubles. I like to pay my taxes on time, my bills on time, etc. Unfortunately, life rarely goes as I planned. And I sometimes find myself anxious over maybe a meeting, a circumstance, or event that is out of my control. What am I to do? What is the solution? I just have to prepare as best as I can and give the rest to God. I must have faith that He will help me and take care of me. A good example of how we should trust is a child. My daughter has no cares in life. She wakes up and lives her day to the fullest. Her faith and trust in her parents has no limit in her four-year-old mind. We need that kind of trust, faith, and peace in our lives. Look what Jesus told his disciples in John chapter 14. Let's read John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And then John chapter 14, verses 26 and 27. This is two of the most beautiful verses in the whole Bible. John 14, verses 26 and 27. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So we can have the victory over worry and life's problems. We learn here in the book of Philippians that we can have victory as a child of God. In addition to the things we looked at today, we can have victory over the sins in our life and so much more. God wants you to live a victorious Christian life for Him. Let's learn to have victory over circumstances, people around us, earthly things, and worry. I hope this was a help and blessing. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a wonderful day and ask the Lord to give you victory in your life.